It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Josh Hartnett's from um, 40 Days and 40 Nights. Also Correct. from, or 40 Days of Night? I think so. The vampire one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 40 Days and 40 Nights is the movie where... He's coming back as an actor. Like, he's coming back into it, I think. Really? Yeah, I think I saw... Because he disappeared for like a decade, man. A break, yeah. Josh Hartnett? Yeah. Yeah, he's the dark-haired fella. Very specific, mm-hmm. this actor. Very specific. Well, I was thinking of the wrong movie. 40 Days and 40 Nights is the movie where the guy goes to confession and can't have, because he was a sex addict... Can't have sex for 40 days and 40 nights. And then there's a scene where he has this, like... Sex? Not sex, but he, like, gives Animal a girl an sex. orgasm by putting a, a flower petal on her body and starts blowing the petal. And it's, like, titillation until... Uh, Interesting. Uh, completion. Yeah. Oh, are you going to try it now? It's well, so- I'm just trying to think how that would work. Is it the blowing that made it or the... Anticipation. Like, um, getting close to kissing a person... Is like that build up and like the tension is and just turn around and punch him, do the opposite, and then someone might come. It's like, I'm the Joker, motherfucker. That'd be the worst way to have sex with someone. Don't punch anyone unless they ask, unless that's what you're into. And we're he- not here to kink shame. Um, but we are here to welcome our friends. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of ICBTB podcast. Yes, also known as it can't be that bad, that bad, that bad. Um, the- this bad. That bad. They're bad. They're yo bad. My Too bad. Bad. Um, <laughs> bad. Bad to the bone. <laughs> this nope. is gibberish, but it's okay. It can be bad to the bone. It, I'll, you heard it here, baddies. Change the name. Too bad it's not ICBTTB. Then it could be. That's it can be bad to the bone. That neon light would have been really expensive <laughs> for any more letters. Just added one more T. Yeah, dude. Neon lights are really expensive. Baddies, we watched a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what this is. It's a movie podcast. If you want some random shit, you know where to go. That's the highly relevant episode. That's also correct. Yeah. Um, but let's jump into it and let's... Can we pull the, the table a little closer? Yeah. I feel like it's really far away. Does the table keep getting further and further away from you? I think you? when we're done recording, we stand up and we push it. I don't recall that ever. But okay. uh, <laughs> do you stand up and push it? No, I thought it was you. No. Anyways, we watched a movie called... The, the Art, Art of, of Self-Defense. Defense. And it is not a workout video. It is a film um, starring... Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, and he's, I think this is him doing it right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think this is the right type of Jesse Eisenberg. Because a lot of people that I know, they get really annoyed with Jesse Eisenberg's type of acting or character choices because. They're similar? He's, they're, what do you mean they're similar? Like, they're all kind of. Oh, like all of his different seems characters. Seems like they're all related to me. <laughs> yeah. No, they definitely can portray the same type of characteristics which is just like an OCD I've heard Mark Zuckerberg guy. isn't very good from people who knew Mark Zuckerberg like I, I I heard his rendition of it was a very shallow like rendition of him very um, exaggerated yeah yeah but like it's hard to really emulate to make it a movie right especially about a person who's still alive yeah, person that's still alive, you have to make it exciting and like really exaggerate these Oh yeah, and what what's his name who wrote Sorkin? Aaron Sorkin wrote it, so Uh-huh. And so, yeah. That's like having Shakespeare read it. Yep, exactly. Um, with So with Jesse Eisenberg, you said he also played Lex Luger, which is no, also- Lex Luther. Oh, Lex- <laughs> Sorry, played, guys. He played Lex Luther. We were just talking about WWF before this, and I thought, <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg's rendition of Lex, Lex Luger. Luger. 
<laughs> in the biopic of Lex Luger. Hey, I my just... life behind the mat. <laughs> uh, Jesse Eisenberg, you're going to play the heel in uh, WCW. You're going to be the villain. Uh, good luck. He didn't bulk up at all for the role. Real skinny. Bold choice. Real skinny guy. He just thought, you know, people know I don't look like him, so they're just going to have to pretend. Well, he essentially did that for Lex Luthor. Like, oh, man. I didn't bulk not up. Good. No well, research. It doesn't need to be a bulk. He had hair. Uh-huh. That was also weird. Oh, that's a weird choice. He wasn't Lex even bald. Needs to be bald. And also, like, he was like, I told you this. Mm. Uh, he said in an interview, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, he says, he says, oi, my mind, he says. Um, uh, <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's a glitch. Um, he said that he hadn't seen any other version of Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. uh, which means he didn't watch any of the Superman movies in the past, which I think is probably a little bit of a mistake. He probably should have watched. Do some research. Maybe one or two. Yeah, kind of know how to tackle it. Just so you know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because instead he turned out to be like the Riddler. Oh, really? That's what I got from it. The Riddler? You'll see. Okay. Uh, when, eventually when I do watch the movie, um, I'll have my own opinion But you know movie it. you did watch? The Art of Self-Defense. Yes. We'll uh, get back to J- Jesse Eisenberg in a minute. Let's jump into the nitty gritty. Um, I like how, I just want to say, I like how it's classified as a thriller slash dark comedy. Yes. So I was a little worried when I did uh, when I looked it up on Google as I was watching it, and I saw that it was a dark comedy. I was like, it's not dark yet, and boy, oh boy, was I surprised. There's three turns for sure or more in this film that make you question if you're watching the same movie, mm-hmm. right? It, like a bunch of Alfred Hitchcocks were pulled in this movie. You'll be surprised. Uh, we'll get there. We go, we'll do it in this episode. <laughs> yes, we uh, baddies stick around, and you'll know what's up. Uh, the Art of Self Defense was released in the year 2019. It has a runtime of one hour, 44 minutes, uh, and has a rating of 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, a 65% on Metacritic, an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 3 out of 4 from Roger Ebert. Yikes. (laughs) Dick. Um, (laughs) Do you want to guess the Google users? (laughs) 70... Mm. 4%. 4%. Oh, so close. What is it, 78? Yeah, 78. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. The ratings are truly all over the place. Yes. Right? That's a fairly low Google rating that I think we've seen in the past, um, but a high Rotten Tomatoes. It's This movie is kind of all over the place. Well, let's break down the movie itself. It's, the movie is all over the place, yeah. The movie is already all over. It's not going to cater to one type of audience. It's not Avengers Endgame where, like, regardless of who you are, what type of movies you like, you're going to like or and at least Avengers. be very entertained by Avengers Endgame. I don't even know if this movie had anybody in mind. No. There's, this was such a weird movie. Would you call it art? I'd call I it art. I think so, yeah. yeah. I think so. I think this is what people call art, yeah. I've said it in the past. If a movie sparks emotional That's feelings awesome. within me. Uh, then it's doing the a good job. Uh, synapses coming at you. Right at you. <clears throat> After getting attacked on the street, Casey enlists in a local dojo led by a charismatic and mysterious sensei. He soon uncovers a sinister fraternity of violence and masculinity while learning how to defend himself from future attacks. Casey must now embark on a dark, and frightening journey that places him squarely in the sights of his ign- in- enigmatic. Jesus, I knew this. Enigmatic. Was enigmatic. Oh, en- like, enigmatic. I don't blame you for that. That's hard, especially if it's a curveball and you didn't look at this prior. I saw it. No, I, I, but I knew it was gonna fuck me. New mentor. <laughs> I like how you just finish it right at the end. New mentor. Um, uh, directed by a gentleman named Riley Stearns. Uh, he also wrote the screenplay. 
Nice. So, thanks. Thank you, Riley. Thank you, Riley. For bringing us this. You sparked the motion within me. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg heads it. Imogen Poots and Alessandro Nivola. Who's who's uh, Imogen Poots? She's the girl. Oh, she's the girl? Mm-hmm. What kind of name is that? It's a biblical name, actually. Really? Yeah. Poots. I know it because um, there's a girl on OnlyFans who has that name. Oh, really? Yeah. I want to talk about that real quick. Well, you know. I don't... A girl on OnlyFans has a biblical name? Well, I, hey, she didn't pick it. You know what I mean? I it, guess so. It's very British. It's a very, it's more common in England. So you've heard of that a lot. I, this is now the second time I've seen that name, and both of those people are English. I'm a fan of her. I really liked her character. I thought she was the girl from yesterday. Okay. But she's not. And uh, you got really excited at first, right? Because you really like that movie. That movie is interesting to me. <laughs> There's a, all of the emotions. Oh, I see. I've heard that from a lot of people, and I think I kind of get where you're going at with Have that. Have you seen yesterday? No. I've seen parts of it because I went downstairs while my dad was watching the middle of it, and I was like, oh, don't spoil it for me. Ed Sheeran's in here. It's not at all what you expect it to be. No. Like, what I thought it was going to be the story of, it's not. You thought it was going to be pretty straightforward, generic It was going to be about story. a guy who's like, oh, I'm going to become the Beatles, and then he like gets famous, and then someone like figures him out, but that's not at all. No. That's I'm sure it's deeper than that. So deep. Yeah, um, so let's get into this movie. Yeah, uh, no budget, but do you want to guess the box office? Um, $50 million. You're closer with $50,000. Uh, $2.4 million. $2.4? Recoup. Okay. Um, it doesn't look like it must have spent that much money to film. It looked pretty cheap. A lot of the money must have gone to Jesse Eisenberg because this was last year. Getting and, a gun. Uh, what was that? And getting a gun. And getting a the, gun. The gun and all the effects of... Exactly. That was okay. You know, that's way we'll, we'll get right there. at the top, guys. You got to watch this film because we're going to spoil it because there are so many twists and turns. Yeah, there's no way we can talk about this film without spoiling. Yeah, something. so if so you, make sure uh, you watch this one, if you haven't seen it yet, it's uh, it's on Hulu. Yeah, so if you have a Hulu subscription, check it out. Um, it's better to do it with a premium Hulu subscription because nobody likes ads. But uh, yeah, definitely a good watch. Ooh. Surprised me. Yeah, I was actually very um, surprised myself. Three point four. Out of five, Google has a star rating that I've never seen before. Google has a star rating? <laughs> Google is not saying. allowed to have multiple that's types of ratings. That's what I'm saying. Bro. That's confusing us. Stick this with is an the percentages. rating summary. Yeah. 3.4 or three stars out of five. But yeah, um, it's a weird feel type of movie. It takes place in like a kind of dry alternate universe. This universe. Well, no, the violence isn't very realistic. The violence isn't realistic, but also like how people were in. Do you remember the movie that we did, uh, An Evening with Beverly Luflin? It was like that, but toned down a bunch more. This is in the same world, just in Arizona, not a different state in the same universe. Wherever the fuck Beverly Luflin took place, Massachusetts, I think, in the middle of somewhere. Yeah, it was the Northeast. But you know what makes me think that it was in that kind of universe was that oh so when he goes to buy the gun mm-hmm. the gun shop owner is also is already kind of weird he says he's giving him these weird statistics yeah and he's almost like hey man you shouldn't be buying this gun like it yeah. should kind of scare you but then switches quick so the things that he was saying he was saying like all right I just have to tell you that gun owners are more likely to die from gun violence oh. than non-gun owners. Yeah, and he's like, uh, and a victim with a gun is more likely to get shot than a victim without a gun. Yes, and... Which uh, makes sense. That's a true statistic. Yes, exactly. And he even brings up, like, if do you have any kids? <laughs> no. no. Okay, I need to tell you that if you have kids, it is more likely that the gun violence can happen with your kids Accidental if you are a gun death. owner. Accidental death rate goes up uh, yeah. exponentially. And he goes on to sell it. I think you're really going to like this gun. <laughs> um... 
I like when he calls him after he gets the background check done, and the yes. guy, and he's like, you know what? I don't. After, Jesse Eisenberg has now taken a couple of karate classes, mm-hmm. and I think uh, the guy calls him and he goes, uh, "Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna want to buy the gun after all." And the guy's like, "Oh man, yeah, did you buy a knife?" <laughs> yeah, he's uh, thinking that he lost Jesse Eisenberg to competition. Well, he's not wrong. Yeah, Jesse- instead Jesse Eisenberg learned how to karate chop, and he's learning French too, German. Uh. But even in the beginning, he was learning French Is with that, that opening was? scene. That's right, it was. In the opening scene, we see Jesse Eisenberg at a coffee shop, a shitty coffee shop, reading a newspaper, and this French couple comes in, criticizes the pastries. That was hella funny. That yeah. was so weird. Like, why Why the fuck does he understand that? That never came back. That never comes back. Dude. I think he was just trying to emphasize- Show that he's smart. Show that he's smart, but has a shitty life and a very low self-esteem because he did or, nothing about yeah. it. And And the fact that- him crying in the car. You see him crying in the car. That a couple made of me times. sad. <laughs> made me laugh. That it was... made it made me laugh at first, but then I felt guilty because it went on, that crying scene a little too long. I think it should have cut to him at home afterwards. But he weird just got cut. the. What, what was he crying about? Who knows, bro? This movie is such a weird like bubble film where like it all takes place in this world and in this thing, right? Yeah, and, and like nothing else really matters. It's a it's a movie about nothing for nothing. Pretty much, yeah. like, and it seemed like ev- all their actions were non consequential. Well, oh yeah, a lot of murder, a lot of murder, straight, straight up capital M murder, murder, like, a lot of kicks to the faces, or shall I say, punches to the faces. That was one of my favorite things, is where he's like, uh, "We're gonna teach you how to kick with your hands and punch with your feet." And you're like, "What? Makes sense." <laughs> and then, like, when they're practicing fighting, the guy's like, "Don't think of it as me." Punching you. Think of it as your body hitting my foot. <laughs> Which is such weird advice. I get it. Which is how I think of, like, um, gay sex. I, I always think, um, you know, it's Don't. not me fucking you in the ass. It's my ass fucking you in the dick, bro. And when have you ever actually had to say that? You're just ready for just, the day I, that you in the run into gay sex? Ready to go. <laughs> just in case. Because I get caught in mid-gay sex. I'm like, no, 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 guys, you misunderstood. It's my ass. Fucking, fucking him dude. in the dick. If anyone from my work is listening to this, I hi, warned I'm you. I'm Alejandro. Uh, and hi, I'm Christian. You know me. <laughs> I work with you. Much more professional at work. I hope someone's listening to it while they're working and just like right now, they just like look up at the desk and they like see you. Yeah. Hey, Christian. Wait. I heard what you said. <laughs> People um. will be avoiding eye contact with me for sure. Um, to get back to the movie, though, yes, I do want to say the art Jess- of self defense. The art of self defense. Jesse Eisenberg is. I, I I felt so bad for him because he says he's intimidated by the people night. at work. He's intimidated oh, yeah. by the night. He's intimidated intimidated by men. Um, Aren't we all? Um, I guess so. But that's. I want to talk about this. Is this. This movie seems like it's an attack on like uh, societal gender norms, right? Oh, for sure, and masculinity and like um, yes. toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. Very, I think this does a really good satire look at toxic masculinity. Definitely, and I think that's why it's it, like a lot of people will like this. It's sure. very progressive and it's very uh, woke. <laughs> well, uh, would you say? It, actually, yeah, you're right. I, I and in all seriousness, I, I agree. Yeah. So like, like let's jump to the dojo with the sensei. He is um, a misogynistic uh, yeah, asshole, yeah. dude. He's pretty douchey. Yeah, because there's only one girl. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Abelina Poots. Emojin. Uh, Emojin Poots. I don't know how to pronounce that name. I M O G E N. 
Is it emoji? <laughs> That's E M I J O. E M I Emijo? Emijo. Emijo. I don't ever want to see you at a spelling bee. Hey. <laughs> sir, we haven't given you the oh, oh, word yet. Uh, hey. Your wor- like, sir, I haven't given you the word yet. Sorry. <laughs> All right, hey. the word. <laughs> you ask for the origin. I would always. Um, lose spelling bees and stuff like that at school in the first round so I could sit down and not have to fucking do it. So, oh, you wanted so, to get the lazy way So they'd out. be like, and you know the first round's always the easiest things. They'd be like, box. And I'd be like, B-U-X. Sir, that's bucks. <laughs> Go sit down, Alex. All right, sit down. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's uh, me bounding to my desk. <laughs> would you ever do... Um, would you ever do karate though? Just to, I, as a kid, I did. Uh, did you actually yeah, do karate? I did boxing and stuff like that. And I think I was I a yellow that. belt actually. Really? I think yeah. My nephew does taekwondo or did taekwondo, and he was super into it, just like this. No, in that are there stripes as well? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they mean. Yeah, I, it seemed like in this movie they didn't even know what the fuck it meant either. They made it up. Yeah. This, although, although right off the top, when he asks what's with the red stripes, the guy's like, "Oh, that means they killed somebody." And he's, and he's like, like, what? He's like, no, I'm just kidding. That means they're, they're teachers. They're instructors here. And like, oh, okay. But then we find out later. Spoiler alert. They're actually for murders. Yeah, they're for killing people. Straight up spilling. Um, one, two, three, four. Do we see four dead bodies in this film? It's possible. Let's talk about it and let's try to I recount it. we straight it. up see four dead bodies in this film. Okay, dead body number one. Um, the one <laughs> that Jesse Eisenberg when he gets stomped. Dude, yeah, you stomped think he's a dead body? I bet you this all takes place in his head. Oh, do we want to go in that this direction Jacob's with the movie? Ladder scenario. Whoa, he died when he got his face stomped in, and this is all his his struggle to get to heaven, right? And that's why this God but... is the dojo sensei. Is the sensei? Oh, I wouldn't like that. The devil is the girl. Really? And, and the dojo's per- I don't know, I'm making all this up. Maybe it would be flipped. The devil would be the sensei cuz he's wearing black mm. and he's showing all of these, you know, very uh terrible traits that a human shouldn't have. And the girl is really the road to redemption because she's uh the more progressive uh But then she takes over character. hell at the end, spoilers. I guess so. And that's our conspiracy with this film. And Bye. Back, <laughs> back to the regular talk. Um yeah, so Jesse Eisenberg then is trying to beef up he wants to be not beef up, but yeah, he's never gonna. A kid like Jesse Eisenberg, can he get ripped or can he get buff? He could get ripped. Any skinny person could get really ripped. I think if he keeps doing this taekwondo, he'll be fine. Probably um, karate. Karate. Um, he gets obsessed with it that he doesn't want to go back to work. His boss is so nice to him. They keep giving. He's off for like two months. Dude. He doesn't work after he gets jumped. He doesn't go back to work for like two months. He's expended all of his vacation. One of the days, his boss or one of the paychecks, his boss had to pay for out of pocket. And you know how he treats his boss when he's he, trying to be all macho. He punches him in the throat. <laughs> as soon as he co- does come back to work, he turns and punches him in the throat, and then is like, "I think I'll masturbate to the thought of your wife in a bathing suit tonight," and then walks away. What? And I get he's now he's overcompensating for having been a man child for the majority of his life he's a beta a, uh he's a 35 year old beta now virgin. trying to what virgin i wouldn't be surprised okay. i don't know there was that locker room scene where uh he uh, quote unquote cools down with a we'll get a to the cool down but uh. yeah we'll get to the cool down so he's so anyways he's um 
Yeah, he hits his boss in the throat, who is being very polite. His boss comes up to the desk saying, hey, you should get started on those reports because they're piling up, but it's okay. Also, Maggie, my wife, was asking if you wanted to come over for dinner today. That's when he stands up and fucking hits him in the throat. And he does it like perfect like taekwondo. And it's like, quick. His hands come back to like this and he's like. To the position. And then he walks into the, the break room where the other three guys are oh, always yes. talking about like. What is it? Missionary? Is it doggy style when you're from behind? Yeah. Oh, doggy style. Missionary is my favorite. It's the most exaggerated man talk. talk. Yep. Definitely. Which is, makes me think this is in a different universe. <laughs> and then Jesse Eisenberg kicks one guy out of the table. Yes. And takes a spot. And then he's like, hmm, we should do push-ups. And, and they, then they all stand up and start taking out their jackets. No hesitation. No hesitation. That's what. It, that's how. That's the kind. That's what happens when I walk in over. You tell people to do push-ups, and I, we all if, do push-ups? If I did. We have done push-ups before. You have yeah, told me to do thing. push-ups with you, <laughs> and I've also done it. So am I part of that category? You're a beta male. I'm a... <laughs> hey, if I came into a room and I said, let's do push-ups, you'd be like, no. I'm going to do, do, do push-ups, but not because you said it. It just happens to line up. That's you. That's for sure you. And that's why. Who are you in this movie? Are you Sensei? I think I'm the Asian guy who gets his nose broken. Oh, the one. Let's talk about black, another spoiler. Black belt. black belt Asian dude who is the one that kicked Jesse Eisenberg uh, ass in the beginning of the film. Yeah, that's and right. Also, what makes me want to punch that motherfucker in the throat is that he killed his dachshund. I was pissed because I fell in love with that dog. First of all, very cute dachshund. Very um, cute. And when he takes him to the vet hospital, the, the vet doctor is like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how to say this, but I'm, I'm certain he was punched. But all of the x-rays say he was punched by a foot. <laughs> and he's so confused. And we found blood on his canines, so that means he fought till the very end. Your and dog then, was very brave. And Jesse Eisenberg goes, I tried not to coddle him. Yes. When he, has the, like, when he tells his dog that he's not going to pet him anymore. Yes. That was the funniest part so of it. So fucking funny. Well, the entire bit of him. Is that after he punches his boss? I think it no. Is. No, it has to be before that. I'm pretty sure. Um, but the entire bit of him talking to his dog like it's another person. Saying like, hey, I'm sorry, I forgot. The dog food. When they run out of dog food, he goes to the store to buy a bag that literally says dog, dog food. food. Uh, I think it's really funny, too, how he, when he does that. He like forgets he's afraid to go outside the second time after he gets jumped. Yes. That poor dog. And then he ends up giving that dog pasta. Pasta, which is uncanny because um, at this point, I think in a previous episode, in the tax collector episode, I talk about how my dogs Eat have been pasta. eating straight up spaghetti. If we go downstairs right now to the kitchen, you will see a dog bowl I've full eaten, of spaghetti. And you know what? I thought that bowl of spaghetti was for me. So I started eating it. And then your mom was like, no, that's for the dogs. And I was like, well, it's a little spicy. I wouldn't be surprised. The dog bowls that we have, sometimes they look like human bowls. The dogs live a human life downstairs. Lucky dogs. Lucky dogs for you, sure. You know who wasn't lucky? Oh, Let's break down sensei. Dachshund. Well, I'm over the dachshund. You're because over? he does get a German Shepherd, which is my favorite kind of dog. Yeah, the German Shepherd was dope. A German Shepherd that speaks German. Straight up. Plots. He, he was telling him. Das uh, left. But still learning. Yeah. he's, he's do, uh, when he, no, no, he just made a mistake. You know? Oh, that's what it was. The other left. The other left. That was... So this movie is so dry, but exaggerated in parts. Yeah. 
Um, we were talking about prior to this episode that it's a little like homoerotic too. Yeah, there's definitely some like looks and touches, but then also not like homo touches. But then like the whole cool down scene, one dude straight up gets booty ass naked. We see his penis. Let's yes, let's break this all down. So at the end of their night class, they cool down by like massaging each other. And the night class is like a fight club. Straight up. Yeah. No rules. Even though they live by these rules, but they're straight up beating each other to the death. Uh, well, yeah, actually. Actually. To, to the actual death. I have the 11 rules. Ooh, let's hear these 11 rules. Okay. Number one, no shoes on the mat. Okay. Very Asian. Number two, no food or drinks on the mat. Still very Asian. Number three, bow when stepping on slash off the mat. <laughs> Getting more Asian. Four, always bring your belt. It's a $15 fee if you forget it. That's right. Five, wash your gi. That's the, the suit that they wear. Six, respect your opponent. Seven, tap or hear it snap. Oh, yeah. Eight, tap or take a nap. I love that one. I love that one. Nine, stay hydrated. Ten, if it works, use it. And then the newest rule, rule 11, guns are for the weak. <laughs> Now, I don't know much about karate. Are there any, are the rules for karate, if there are rules like that, do they resemble those rules at all? I would say up until Guns are for the six. week. Up until six. Six, respect your opponent is like the last real rule. From then, tap or hear it snap, tap or take a nap, stay hydrated. And I can't if, imagine that. I mean, what kind of That'd be battlegrounds, a- ring of fire, Death match, are they? Sounds like something I'll put my son in. You're going to learn. I ain't going to call you. You're going to learn today. Guns are for the week is what he thinks. But that's because uh, Sensei Sensei was accidentally killed in an unfortunate Dick Cheney-style hunting accident. They thought he was a bird. These hunters thought the Sensei of the Sensei was a fucking bird. And then he he also makes a joke where he says the Sensei had a rainbow belt. That he, he made it that himself. he made and bestowed upon himself. It is the greatest and highest achievement that any karate master can ever achieve. There's something about like white guys teaching karate that I think is inherently one of the funniest things ever. It's like Napoleon Dynamite. Totally. With uh, that one guy, was it karate in there? And he was trying to teach a bud how to fight. Yeah, I believe it was karate. Yeah. So I, I completely get that. The only Asian that existed in this movie was the asshole Asian that we talked about. Who gets his ass beat by uh, the female lead here, Poots. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call the girl Poots. Uh, 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 Imogen. Imogen? Imogen. Imo- well, let's call her by her character's name, Anna, I'm gonna right? To, I'm going to have to, I think, I don't remember. I'm going to have to call some of my British friends. Yeah, and we'll find out. And uh, we'll we'll post it on our IG story so you all know. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of twists in this movie, though. At least four. At least four. The same amount of dead bodies. <laughs> and suicide. And straight up murder. There is suicide, yes. man. Yes. There is straight up he, suicide. That dude hangs himself with his belt. This is with not blue belt. for the faint hearted baddies. No, but it is for those who like dark comedies. Because it very is dark. very funny. Yes. Yes. If you could appreciate the dry humor in it, I think uh, go for it. Absolutely. But um, I, I don't know. There, there's a, a misogyny in it too. I, the fucking sensei, I hated of course. I do think it's funny when the sensei pulls his reading glasses out when he's trying to do the computer work. Yeah. He doesn't know how to do any accounting. And then like every time they cut to him in the office, he's wearing the glasses and he's like... Yeah. 
<laughs> he's even trying to manipulate Jesse Eisenberg by praising his accounting skills. You may be a yellow belt in karate, but you're but a you're, black belt in uh, uh, in, in, your fiscal you're services. A fiscal black belt. A fiscal black belt. <laughs> so fucking funny. And Jesse Eisenberg. Oh wants to God. order his own uh, everyday yellow belt. He wants so he to can... wear the belt, yeah, at, at all times. So then he orders 50 belts made in the colors of the karate belt. Yeah. Except the two that the people like the most are just a black and a brown belt. Because those are the highest levels of belts in karate. But in everyday belts, those it's are just... Black or brown. And they love it. I'm also wearing my belt. Now, like... I, now I can feel like a brown belt every day when I'm out in public. Dude, that's just a brown belt. The yellow belt looks so stupid, too. And he's like, uh, I'm a yellow belt when I'm at work. I'm a yellow belt when I go to the grocery store. Like, It looks so silly. And I would... refer to him as yellow belt, too. Hey, oh, know your place, yellow belt. Uh, back of the line, yellow belt. He never progresses. you think he'd get it but to at least a green or something. Well, he got some stripes on there, so he got the black stripe. It's unprecedented. And a red stripe. And a red stripe. Uh, he has a straight-up red stripe. He straight-up killed not just anybody. A cop. Did he kill two people? Because yes. the drunk dude. Three. Because the sensei uh, tricks him into thinking that this drunk guy at a bar. He's not dead. He doesn't die. Okay. But he hit his head pretty hard. That's definitely how you kill somebody. He, did he hit him in the stomach and he fell back and then. Yes. Fuck, dude. That's definitely how you murder. Yeah. I mean, I. You won't get away with it. but that's how You, you definitely do. won't. Especially since sensei was uh, recording, recording it. it on a huge, huge camera. camera. <laughs> like an old school. I didn't know what it was at first. At first I thought he had a rocket launcher. I, th- <laughs> I was like, wow. This movie took a big turn. I'm not taking anything turn. off the table. That's for sure. Yo, dude. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a rocket launcher in this kind of a movie. And the sword. We didn't see enough of the sword. No, not at all. <laughs> bless you. Bless you. You doing okay? Um... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, okay, next. Next dead body. Um, uh, dude, guy who broke his arm, Henry, I believe is his name. Henry, who thinks, who's like the, the buddy in the locker room trying to show Jesse Eisenberg the ropes. Yeah, and he's also like, thinks he's getting a promotion. I, I overheard the sensei. Oh, so sad. Um, I think I'm going to get a black stripe today. Oh, sensei, did you forget something? Ah, uh, yes, one more promotion. And it gives the douchey Asian guy a black belt. And so this pissed off guy that didn't get his black stripe, he shows up to the night class. He, he wanted to be a green belt, right? Or he, yeah, because he was a blue belt. He, he wanted to move up the ranks, yeah. Blue belt blues, though, is what I hear happens. Really? When you get a blue belt in, in martial arts, you tend to stay there for a while. Really? It's like a, a valley that you just uh, stay in for a minute. It's a good spot to learn. Wow. Okay. How many colors are there? Let's break it down. Break are it you, down. Are you familiar? So uh, let's go from the bottom up. You start off with a uh, white. Um, wow, this is this movie's real progressive. Blacks yeah, well, on blacks on top, whites on bottom. It's really reverse of what uh, the history of society has uh, taught. Yes, uh, white, yellow, mm-hmm. blue. Is it blue? Green. Yeah, blue, green, purple. For all the karate people purple, out there, y'all gonna hate us. And I don't care. It's okay. We're movie guys, not karate peeps. And I only listen to Joe Rogan, so that's how I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a Blue belt, or no, he's a purple belt in Taekwondo. I believe, I believe it. Well, Black he hasn't in fought in a minute. He doesn't fight. He hasn't fought since he was like a teenager. All he does is just talk. He doesn't even fight in his podcast. He never really has arguments. He just really interviews. No, but he has that kicking machine. Have you seen the videos of him in the kicking machine? No. Wham! That guy can throw some kicks, bro. Dude, I bet, man. <sighs> scary. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan throws some scary kicks. Joe Rogan is a well-rounded individual. He's a renaissance man. Yes. Um. 
Who else are the dead bodies in here? That's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> uh, uh, so real quick, though. Henry commits suicide in the dojo. With a belt. And we find out that this dojo is also like a mortuary that has... An incinerator. Uh, that just perfectly human-sized. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes this... That's when it started turning into a horror film. So when... Scary. We when find he goes, that When he finally gets into the... Because what do they call the room? The, um, the equipment room. And he's like, you're not allowed in there. Yeah. It's locked... At all times, but Jesse Eisenberg eventually sneaks in. And in that moment, that's when you start hearing those, like, violins. You know, mm-hmm, like, the, mm-hmm. the very screechy violins that you hear in, like, um, Blumhouse films. <laughs> um, yes. And I'm like, know. this is a fucking horror Terrifying movie, thing, dude. Yeah. And you're the one that brought this up. I'm like, Alejandro no doesn't like scary films. I had no idea. Multiple times in this movie. When, spoilers, when he does finally kill the sensei. Oh, I do want to talk about that. That's a crazy twist. Shook. Yes, and I never use that term. I'm. I will go legitimately so f- rewound, watched it twice because I could not. I was like, "What the multiple f- times? Fuck, just happened." Multiple times. I was watching on my phone. Hulu on the phone does the YouTube thing where you could double tap, uh, and it goes ten seconds back. Nice. So I for sure watched that gunshot five times. And what do you think? And then the biggest surprise: I would never have thought that he would have brought a gun to an unarmed fight to the death because that's what they classified it as. But he told him. I, I don't play by the rules like I don't that play, movie he watched. Yes. I want that's such a badass thing. What, what would you say to somebody after you shot them? I don't think knowing myself, being I very faint hearted I would never shoot and thin skinned. I don't think I would have the audacity to shoot anyone unless it was crazy self defense or I was this, protecting You're Jesse Eisenberg. I think after that I think I'd be speechless. I would analyze my situation silently and I think I would have to like leave. I would look at him and I'd go, Dinner served. And then blow the smoke out of the barrel. Breathe it in. And then cough a bunch. <laughs> and it's not badass anymore. You just have a weak lung system. I die now. <laughs> and from, you're dead. From lead poisoning. <laughs> that quick. And then CIA comes in, or the uh, police comes in and tries this to do an investigation. This is the weirdest double homicide I've ever seen. This guy died from a gunshot. This guy died from gun smoke. Mm. Blood guy probably did it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's American police force. That is. Uh, you know, America, get your shit together. Um, but, but yeah. you know who doesn't need to get their shit together? Who? Jesse Eisenberg. Because really, by the end of this film, he runs this planet. He is a changed man. Yes. Like, right after that death happens. So he shoots him straight in the head. And then he sticks his finger into the oh bullet God. wound. I thought he... Because you know, he does it off camera. Yes, you don't know what's happening. I thought maybe he was kissing him or something. I didn't know what the fuck he was doing. And then later on when he shows his finger and he's like, I punched my finger through his skull. Yes, because apparently that's what the Grandmaster Sensei uh, did to achieve his uh, rainbow belt that he made himself. He was in a... Grandmaster Sensei, they say, was in this... uh, Grandmaster Flash. uh, (laughs) That should have just been his name. Uh, He was in this unarmed fight to the death with three other Grandmasters, which he all poked a a hole through all of their skulls. Finger punched them. Do you think he shot them? (laughs) I think that's what they're saying. I think that's exactly what it was, and Grandmaster was just not brave enough to say it. Oh, man. Guns are for the weak, though. Oh. But that's why Jesse Eisenberg said exactly what he said. He said, uh, guns are for the weak, but seeing that you're dead and I'm alive, it looks like you're, you're the, the weak, weak one. Yikes. And I, that's, <laughs> that's what they said. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> Good. I'm kind of scared of where you were going to go with that. But I do like that Jesse Eisenberg did kind of preface like hey i've i've been thinking about what i was gonna say yep. when, I, when have, I killed you and i have two 
Two options. I'm going to say both so that I don't regret not <laughs> saying one or the other. And he says both of them, which is such... Uh, and like in the middle, he's like, and here's the other one. I saw it in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm glad that he did that one last. It was just funny after such an intense moment. So funny. Dude, this movie is like... And then the, and then the dog, the German Shepherd that it turned into like an attack dog, because his yes. dachshund gets killed by... Uh, Asian black belt guy. Yes. And so to extract his revenge, he teaches his dog German. I love this idea of teaching a dog its native language, like a German Shepherd German or a, yes. a Chihuahua Spanish. Yes. Like I think that's that's really funny. That is a that is a funny joke to speak to it in just that language. <laughs> and he orders him to yeah, to chew through the throat of that Asian guy. Killed in front him. of the, the rest oh, of the night class. Is that five dead bodies? I think that might is that all right, let's let's talk about it. Um, are we counting Jesse Eisenberg's uh, when we thought he was dead when he got curb stomped? No, no, no. no okay, no. okay. We're thinking of the cop that Jesse Eisenberg kills. That's one. We are thinking um, Henry, Sen- who killed himself. Mm-hmm. Sensei. Sensei. That's three. Asian dude is four. Who's the fifth? Oh, uh, but drunk guy didn't really die. That's right, drunk guy. Okay. But questionable. Drunk guy's definitely a vegetable now. Yes, he's not having the same life. He's not drinking again. That's for sure. Or he might be drinking a lot more. Or he's dead. Or he's dead. Let's really not hope that. Um, this movie was shot entirely in Kentucky. All in Kentucky. Yeah. It looked like it was shot in Kentucky. That seems very Kentucky. Hour 41 minutes, right? 44. For a movie of that length to be considered uh, a comedy, dark comedy, with four dead bodies. It's a tough. St- if you told me, hey, I got a hilarious movie starring Jesse Eisenberg and four dead bodies, I wouldn't expect this. Also, I don't think anyone. Uh, any every like ever prefaces a movie in that fashion based on how many people hey you want to see four dead bodies and a dead dog what what movie uh art of self-defense uh, um why did you just tell me the movie the title of the movie you want to see a movie with 157 dead bodies uh what movie <laughs> james bond <laughs> saving private ryan <laughs> that's Yikes. the worst way to bring up a war but you want to see it Columbine. <laughs> dude terrible yeah if you were that guy i wouldn't have a movie podcast with you if every single time you recommended a movie to me it's just based on the death this movie sucks the dog lives what what <laughs> like yep i didn't expect for any dogs to die no in this. way dude Man. that was that was another shock where i was like what the fuck and that, it shows it that counts as a dead body that does count as a dead body the first dead body yes might i say yes because that just laying there on the carpet is that before Henry? Yes, because Henry was more toward the end of the film. Super surprised that Henry took his own life. Yeah. Well, Henry shouldn't have gone to night class. Henry should have practiced more then. Yes. Huh. Well, also, huh. if for sure, for sure, karate is like a, an art form where it's all about respect. Respect your partner. Respect karate, right? Of all and rule number three or rule number six is respect your opponent. Boom. See? And so... It was disrespectful to everyone to come to a class where he was not invited because the night class is such a higher tier. I'd be down to be a part of the kids' class. I'd be down to be part of night class. Uh, and then Sensei brings him up and he's like, I need you for a sen- uh, demonstration. Yes. Snaps his fucking arm in half. Snaps Henry's body. Right at the elbow. It's, oh, my gosh, dude. And Henry looked so proud prior to that. Imagine the excruciating pain. That made me wince so much. That's why I want to be a part of kids' class because kids' class also that still kid violent. That got choked out. Fucking um. That kid got choked out by Imogen. That kid's name was Manny, chubby kid Manny. That's you. That's for sure me, dude. And I'd be so excited to be pulled up by the pretty. I bet you his last name is Delgado. 
Manny Delgado. <laughs> what makes you think Delgado? He looks like a Delgado kid. Yeah. For sure. I could get with that. But he is put to sleep. And that's where um, uh, tap Poots. Or take a nap. Uh, yeah. Tap or take a nap. Damn, dude. Um, do you have a best person on set? You know, it. I'm, <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. Because I think this character is such a quirky thing that, that he does quite a bit, but this is the best version of it. Yeah. I think this is this is definitely a character, and I think it's definitely a, the choices that he makes are very clear, um, but he does a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a solid choice for him to do this character everywhere, but have it stand out in this role. For sure. Pretty good, man. How about you? Riley Stearns, the director. And screenwriter. And screenwriter. Yeah. Without him, we wouldn't have this. So, yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't have this. We wouldn't have this feel of the movie. The movie is very unique, and you won't find it anywhere else. Very. Yeah. Very dry, this uh, alternate universe. <laughs> Um, Kentucky in Kentucky. This alternate universe called Kentucky is are Kentucky people like this? I assume so. As much as far as I know, maybe we're just like in this uh, Bay Area bubble where we talk differently and don't act like that. They're very straightforward there. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and masturbate to the thought of your wife in a bathing suit. <laughs> I liked how he was talking about that party. He was saying oh, Grant's party was really nice. There was a barbecue. Most of the office was there. Everyone was in bathing suits, and they even had a raffle for the new restaurant in town. The the gift card that he wins, yeah, and then uh, when he gets robbed, he's like, here you can have my wallet. It has ten dollars and a gift card to that new restaurant in town. And so we suddenly find out that he was the winner of the raffle. And then we do find it. Then we see that later when he's going through Sensei's desk and he has the gift card right there. He sees it right there. Like this motherfucker. And condoms. Me. That was hella funny. And condoms. He had like three condoms at his office desk. Because they're fucking in the cool down, bro. This sleazy... I don't think... I don't know. Not that girl. No, that girl ain't fucking that's no That's why one. they put her somewhere else, because they want the dude time to do dude stuff. Yeah. Like I said, very homoerotic with how they tie each other's... Like, in the locker room, at least. And like how that... Uh, the really nice karate guy was teaching... Henry? Was it Henry? Teaching... Uh, well, one of the other people how to uh, defend yourself if you're getting, like, oh, mugged from behind. Yes. Yeah, Remember yeah, that? Yeah. That was the brown belt guy. Yeah. And like they're doing it in their underwear and like even switching spots. So it's like they didn't pay any attention to it, but I think it was suddenly there for, I don't know, some weird reason. Somebody's getting blown. Yeah. And, and it's a dude who's doing the blowing. Um, probably. Um, um, no way to prove it. <laughs> you have a rating. What do you rate it? Uh, I'm going to rate this a uh, 3.5 out of 5. Do you know? I was going to give it a 3. 3? Yeah. Okay. Because it's, it's strange. It is very very strange very strange but yeah. uh you know sometimes you need a little strange yeah baddies basically we're telling you like th don't rush to watch this movie it, uh, it might be on hulu slow for down. now slow down but give but it a watch, watch. It. definitely watch it it's if, it's, 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 it's 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 an art of self-defense yes if you are on your sixth adam sandler on net uh film on netflix in a row you could stop right there this is going to be a better watch than that but also if you are Choosing to watch this or Jojo Rabbit, watch Jojo Rabbit. Damn. I was going to say, if you're like in the middle of a wedding right now, stop the wedding, get up, and go watch The Art of Self-Defense. I was going to say, if you're watching your newborn baby's baptism, stop that right now. Because it's all a fucking lie. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa. Oh, oh, I'm not condoning Sorry. that, dude. You a have been baptism baptized. by fire? No, that's terrible. You're scary. I don't condone that. Don't ever shoot a gun in the at the roof of a church. Sorry, sir. I 
<laughs> I have this coworker who is telling me this. Not that we're at the end. I have this uh, coworker who is telling me this crazy story, saying that he was at church and he was checking out this girl's ass and like, why are you doing that at church? It gets it gets better. And he's like, okay, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get this girl's number. Um, and like, I've never seen this girl at church before. At the end of mass, hey, never seen you around. They're all hanging out. Um, uh, his dad was saying, hey, so and so, I want you to meet uh, this girl. And he was like, wow, oh, my my dad must be friends with her dad. Uh, and come meet this girl. Finds out it's his cousin. Nice. Not nice. Kissing cousins. In church? Nice. So many things wrong with that story. Checking out a girl's ass in church, and it happens to be your cousin. That's awesome. Yeah. And he was telling me, if she wasn't my cousin, probably would have had her number. Yikes. You probably should have her number because she's <laughs> your cousin. She's my cousin. I don't want her number. No, be be close with your family. That's my that's my ending note. That's a good note. Guys, be close to your family. Yeah, especially Physically. during these times. And emotionally. Uh, and financially. Socially distance, but don't be socially distant. That's very kind of you to say. Thank you. I've heard it somewhere. Oh. I don't wor- I wish I made it up because that's kind of clever. You could get a job at Hallmark. Uh, my mom wants to actually work at Hallmark. The store? Yes. She would be great. She would love it and she would get discounts on all the little tiny Teeny, things there. The uh, Beanie Babies. All the be- do they, they still do Beanie Babies. They do? Yeah. I haven't been in a Hallmark in, um, honestly, 20 years. Sadly, I've been there maybe five or six times this year. This alone. week. This week. I don't know if were it's even open. Were you there this week? No. I was there in January and February and then COVID hit. Oh, that's right. Because Hallmark's only in the mall now. No, we got one in Benicia, man. It's still there. I don't know if it's closed down because of COVID, but um, it's been there forever, as long as I've known. Hallmark, Hallmark. it's like the Bermuda Triangle, bro. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Hallmark is so mysterious. They could be just be laundering a shit ton of coke money. The Hallmark mystery. The Hallmark mystery. Uh, join us next week. We'll be reviewing the Hallmark mystery. Not <laughs> that a movie. Might actually be a movie. <laughs> Honestly, we're gonna watch five movies off of the your Hallmark choice. Channel. Off the Hallmark Channel. Lifetime uh, or Hallmark Channel. Um. Ooh. If one had to win in a fight. Yeah. Hallmark, dude. Really? Hallmark I is think a Lifetime's bigger franchise. Better, bro. You really? You think Lifetime's Pumping out better moves. I hate either. I hate both. I hate either. <laughs> but pick which one. If I had I to choose, it. Hallmark, dude. Uh, well, again, you're choosing the wrong one. That's okay. No. You could like Lifetime. I ain't gonna judge. I'd love. You love Lifetime films, realistically speaking. <laughs> Baddies, if you're still around, this is us hanging out. No, I've never, I've, I've never watched one in its entirety. Oh well, okay. I would have judged you if you had. Thanks. All right, say bye. Uh, maybe Lorenzo's oil. Oh, I'm familiar with Lorenzo's. Was that a Lifetime movie? No, I think that's just his own thing because I and saw it on HBO. Was that Antonio Banderas? Yes. I could be wrong. Fact check us. Bye. Bye. Bye.